This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now, you know, since the beginning of this year, we get Nadev Desai to come and chat to us about money, wealth and financial freedom. This evening is no difference. This evening we're speaking about, uh, you know, money, being rich, bonuses, windfalls, uh, money that you didn't expect to come. And and also, I guess, the issue of being able to build wealth. Uh, and Nadev, it's a pleasure to have you. Good evening. Good evening, Lola Tondo. Good chatting with you again. Fantastic. It's always a pleasure chatting to you, Nadev. Uh, let's address that first question. Is there a secret formula to staying rich or getting rich? Sure. So I suppose it depends. You know, if you've achieved your wealth through building it up over decades, which is actually the most reliable way to do it, then there's probably not much wisdom that you can probably learn from many people because you walk the journey yourself and you've learned what works for you. And, in, and so for someone in this situation, you can maybe unpack um, examples that they can remember and remind themselves on a bit further in our conversation this evening. However, if you're coming to a, a windfall from an inheritance or a lottery or anything else that feels like it will change your life overnight, there are definitely a couple of things that one can take cognizance of that one can learn from others. Specifically, what comes to my mind is to think about what is important to you as an individual and how money can help you with what is important to you. Many experts typically say that, you know, all large purchases, um, you know, which is going to be very tempting to get into when you do have those, those, that that life-changing wealth happen to you, should actually start with a delay in your final decision. It's such a good habit to get into just sleeping on it, taking 24 hours or however long you need to to unpack whether this is something that is going to make a difference in your life from what you want and what what you think is going to give your life purpose and meaning. You know, the saying is so true that money doesn't buy happiness, and we Mm. see that over and over again. Let's also talk about, I think, uh, more people might fall into this category. People who've worked their whole lives are now retired. They have a large sum of money, uh, you know. And then, of course, uh, there's a his- issue of having habitually saved for retirement uh, the, and getting uh, making sure that you can kind of match uh, the lifestyle there. Uh, remember, we spoke about the 8 million rand last week. It's a sweet point yeah. there. Uh, you know, what should people do in this situation? So... When people typically get to that point in their lives, you know, and and they've been saving diligently a regular amount of money over their career, they get to a point where, let's say, they have that money that's going to sustain them into retirement. Understand what that money can do for you as an individual and also accept what it cannot. So, for instance, last week we spoke about the 8 million rand. We Mm -hmm. said that it will sustainably give you 26,000 rand a month for the rest of your life and arguably into the next generation. And if you do this, then your capital as well should continue to grow with inflation. So it's a really good situation to be in. And whatever happens on a day-to-day basis with markets is actually not going to do too much to the outcome of you having a sustainable 26,000 rand a month that will grow with inflation. Even if you have unrealistic expectations, for instance, you've got 8 million rand, it's a lot of money, and you're thinking, I can take 100,000 rand a month, or I can take a million rand out of it and go splurge as once-off. You cannot do that for very long. Mm. So it's important to seek the services of an expert such as a wealth manager and assume that your life depends on it because it does. 
So investing simply to chase investment uh, investments with best past performance returns, we see this time and time again that people just chase what was the best returns over the last year or three years, and that in isolation is one certain way that you're going to be eroding that eight million rand. Instead, what what experts, true experts, will do is help you understand the qualitative aspects of investment options that are out there. For instance, why those returns were what they were and what to expect from them going forward and into the future, and very importantly, whether they are appropriate for you and your specific needs. Dave, another group of people I think uh, that we often hear of are people who've managed just to become uh, wealthy overnight. They either won a lottery, a prize. Sometimes it's even like RAF money, you know, just a lump sum that you didn't see coming. What lessons uh, can you share uh, on those that stay rich after um, getting some of this money? So earlier I mentioned, you know, the the, the common uh, uh, saying that money doesn't make you happy. And, you know, we, we've we seen lots of studies that show this over and over again that money doesn't buy happiness. On the first day, there's euphoria. In the first week, the first year, there may be a life-changing situation from this money. But eventually, if you're not understanding what you want out of life and the purpose that you want money to bring to you, you're not going to get to that sustained, game-changing situation that money can bring you. And so secondly, if we can just reiterate the, the, the second point I made earlier, is that take your time in any purchases that you'll be making. There is no need to rush into spending to live another life immediately. And then um, if I can maybe just, just talk to it um, about friends. You know, Suddenly you're going to find that there are going to be new people in your life, possibly, or people that were close to you that will have a different perception of you as as an individual. And, and the thing that we often see time and time again is that they will not be there when or if your wealth disappears. And then fortunately, you know, there is this, this, this perception around lottery winners or RAF um, uh, award winners that, that, that they end up being broke just a short while later, a couple of years later. Mm. The good news is actually that, that this, the perception is actually changing and that they are finding themselves in a more sustainably wealthy situation from that life-changing event. And what what the game changer is that we've ascribed it to is that increasingly they, they seeking the advice both for the wellness of how they think about money as well as someone to manage their wealth. And this has meant that we've seen people having better outcomes with a life-changing event. Let's ask you about people who uh, do have money. It's a very uh, interesting one, I guess, Nadir. But do people who have money, wealthy pe- uh, people, tend to keep secrets about this to themselves? You know, especially on making the money, keeping the money, it can always feel like a rather, uh, you know, opaque, secret uh, society yeah. of sorts. Yes. You know, often there's, there's this perception that, you know, they're, they're going to have access to different investment opportunities, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et but, you know... Uh, by and large, there are no secret source or you know, uh, you know special uh, opportunities out there that's that's increasingly becoming accessible to to you and me and everyone else uh, out there that that is willing to, to to put in the effort to 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 seek the services of an expert. So the first thing that they do is they understand that each person themselves included has a relationship with money. And that money relationship tends to create biases and emotions and perspectives that develop through your values with money. 
And so by and large, they understand that they will have those biases and emotions and making sure they separate themselves by having someone like a financial advisor who's independent to them, who will help them co-craft a financial plan, which they then will commit to. And then they make sure that they cover all the big ticket items in their lives as well as smaller ticket items or what, what would seem like smaller ticket items, such as short-term savings or emergencies, make sure those are covered and large events such as uh, retirement or intergenerational wealth or philanthropy, etc. So they, they do things that we keep on talking about on a, on a daily basis, but they're doing very well. And if I can just mention one last thing, um, they do know how to spend less than what they earn. So money, they make sure that money doesn't burn a hole in their pockets and that their lives are not controlled by money, but rather what money can do for them and how they, they can create purpose in their lives with money. I'm also asking about the issue of tax, uh, you know, also a big mystery for many people. We often hear that we should aim to pay as little tax as possible. And we're not talking about evasion. We're not talking about crime. Just really managing your tax affairs here in Adurve. Do wealthy individuals take advantage of tax efficient vehicles? Absolutely. You know, that, that is one of the key things we, that, that they do. And we've spoken about it for the last couple of weeks. But I think the most important thing to stress out is that that is the last step in making sure that they have, have the best strategies and products to achieve their financial goals, making sure they understand their financial goals and they've got a plan in place for those big goals is what is first and most important to get right. Once they've done that, then choosing, for instance, an efficient, a tax-efficient vehicle, such as a retirement savings vehicle for retirement, makes a lot of sense. And for people then that find themselves doing it with, with the right purpose in mind, rather than just chasing a tax-efficient tax opportunity, they end up with a better financial outcome for their financial plan. And, and I mentioned this before, but a retirement vehicle can add an additional 30% extra capital over a 40-year term for an investor who's in the top income tax bracket. So they definitely take advantage of tax efficiencies, but they do that from understanding the financial plans that they're trying to unlock and, 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 and make sure that they have the habits in order to get there in the best and efficient way possible. Fantastic. Well, and uh, we've had a few listeners actually asking how they can reach you. Can you share your email address? Is that possible with us this evening? Um, sure. Um, my email address, uh, if you can just give me a second. Mm. Uh, I need to just get you quickly. Um, uh, powerfm at psg.co.za. All right. Powerfm power at psg.co.za. Fantastic. And that, I think, is a perfect line there uh, directly to you, Nadir. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure hearing from you, and I hope we can chat again soon. Thanks a lot, Tando. It's been great being on the show. Fantastic. That's Head of Sales at PSG Wealth. Nadir Desai joins us on a Thursday. They're speaking all things money. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.